a lot of the gossip and the judgment that happens in all of our groups, men, women, children, all the things, come from our own insecurities and fears and trauma. I always like to say that what you're putting out into the world is gonna is what's gonna come back to you. It's like the boomerang effect. Whether you're in a situation that's gossipy or you have a tendency to do that, remember your words have true power. Whether you're saying them to yourself, you're saying them to somebody else, or you're saying them about somebody else. This is the Well To You Podcast. And we are your hosts, Caitlin and Sue. We are moms, Pilates enthusiasts, health coaches, and supporters of all things wellness. We are here to remind you that a holistic approach to wellness allows you to thrive in a life of health, happiness, and vitality. Hi, and welcome to today's Q&A episode of the well to You podcast. We are answering a couple questions today that we got on the topic of social life. So we are going to dive in a little bit deeper on some of these questions. I know one, we were holding that thought after we finished up on Tuesday. So we are going to answer that question now. Yes. So Sue, what's that question? The question is how social life needs to change as you are growing. So I think this podcast in general and, and the things that we talk about here are really supporting a growth mindset. And I think both of us, that's a really big value for us is that growth mindset. We're on a growth journey. And so you started to touch on it in our last episode, but I knew that we had this question, how social life needs to change as you are growing. So you are growing now, Caitlin. Have you noticed any changes? I absolutely have. It's so interesting. I feel like the universe is always like there to ask the right questions and we have the answers. But I have just kind of recently started this, you know, growth journey and kind of shifting more from like a spiritual standpoint. And one of the things that I've been noticing is just tuning in a little bit more to to the interactions that I'm having the moments around me, the people around me. And as we mentioned on Tuesday, talking or thinking about how those are in alignment with what I truly need, like what I'm looking for and what my soul needs. So I realized the other day, I was just kind of laying in bed thinking, you know, I used to think that the social interactions and the friendships that I that I wanted were the ones that you know, we could kind of like sit around and bitch and commiserate. It was like, oh, well, it's nice to get together because you're just offloading. And I think that that offloading is important. I feel like having a safe space with a trusted person that you can, you know, offload and talk about things. I think that we need that. That is a part of our social life to have those connections. So you're not just like holding it all in. But I have been realizing in this journey that I don't, want all my social interactions to be about that sitting around bitching, commiserating, want, 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 bringing the energy down. I think that friendships need to be more about that support and that uplift and that, that we talked about it on Tuesday, that mutual benefit, that mutual 
growth from each other. So it's like, yes, you want that, that, you know, safe space that you could bitch and commiserate, but that's not the point of social interactions and social life. It is to surround yourself with those people that literally up your vibration. They take your energy, take your vibration level up a notch. And I was talking to Sarah Beth Jackson, who I'm working with, previous uh, guest for us, and I was telling her that after my weekend with Sue, where we spent in Malibu, I came home from that and I wasn't drained. I felt like I was on this energetic high because I felt like we were so synchronous in our vibration and our energy. We lifted each other up. There were certainly times where we were sitting there commiserating about life and things and all that stuff, but it was in such a a trusting, supportive space that quickly turned into, you know I got you, and how can I help you, and how can we lift each other up, versus like, taking it down, taking it down, taking it down. And I think that, you know, on this growth journey, you do, you said this to me when we were together, sometimes it can feel a little lonely in the in-between where you're trying to find what fits. Yeah. So I think that the answer to this question is how does social life need to change as you're growing? You do need to take a step back and you need to have a very discerning eye to what you want, what you need, Mm -hmm. what fills your soul, Mm -hmm. the people existing in your life that serve that need, that you can serve for them, and the ones that don't. And I'm in the in-between of this story. So I'm not... I'm not there. I'm not, I'm not here. I'm not there. I'm not past. I'm in this very in-between, which does feel a little lonely because I'm not fully grown and I'm not fully stepped out. So it's finding that path and not just settling because it's scary or because it's lonely and knowing that the right people that match you are out there and you will find them and they will find you. And I think I was just helping a client with a decision that maybe can give our listeners sort of something tactical if they find themselves in this same situation. And as I was listening to my client, I it was like a lot of what she was saying was about other people. What is this person going to think? What? How is this person going to react? What is this? And I was like, kind of like, wait, wait, wait we need to get rid of all of those thoughts about what other people are going to think or do and take a minute to like close your eyes and visualize like, what do you really want in this situation? What's going to be the right choice for you, for your family, for your children, you know, across the board. But like, I think we can get really caught up. We don't realize it, but when we're making a decision, we're not necessarily always tuned into what we actually want. We're tuned into what, the world wants from us. Yep. Yep. And I have been there before where I kind of got lost in that. And I think that has been a big part of my growth journey is to pause for a moment and turn that non-judgmental eye back towards myself and to my heart and find what fits and and almost become a little more I'm going to call it self-centered, but I don't think that that's necessarily, it's not self-centered in a negative sense. It's just self-centered in a, 
I'm giving off the light and the vibration that I want to receive and, and know that that will be brought into my life. And the light and vibration that doesn't match will go ahead and vibrate its way out. And that's, I think, the truth. Yeah, and that's something that Sarah Beth told me too, is it's like, we don't have to push anything away. We don't have to make these decisions necessarily. I mean, maybe sometimes we consciously do need to make decisions to separate ourselves from relationships or social interactions that don't align with us anymore. But ultimately, the things will settle where they're supposed to settle. And so if that's a scary part where you're like, oh, I'm just going to have to be like, oh, I'm not that person's friend anymore. It's not that way. It'll just naturally move its way out. And we don't have to feel guilty about those things because I believe that everybody comes into our life in the moment they come into our life for a reason. And so there are seasons of life, there are seasons of friendships, and sometimes you just grow apart and that's okay. You can sit with those experiences and those people, whether they were good or toxic, and have gratitude for those people in your life for the things and those moments. And then it's like you're almost like Marie Kondoing your social life. Thank you. And you send them on their way. And I also think it's just because you're looking at you're you're kind of tuning out the world and looking at what you truly want doesn't mean you're never going to do something for someone else again. Right. Like it's really just a matter of making a conscious decision that, okay. You know, this thing might not be something that's important to me, but it's important to someone who is important to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm making the conscious decision to do it versus the wants and needs of the world around you having power over you, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's really just about switching it. Like, I'm choosing to do this thing that I don't really want to do versus like, oh, I have to do this thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. So I think that that's actually a really good transition to this other question that we have, which is, I think it's something that women maybe struggle with more than men. And I think it's a challenge for moms a lot. I hear it a lot. But managing a social life and social interactions, if within like the group or the people you're with, there is a lot of judgment, cattiness, gossiping you know, those sorts of things. And again, I mentioned before how I used to feel like the interactions I had were like too bitch about things and stuff and people. And I don't even like that. Like, I don't even like that. So Sue, how do you manage those situations? So I would say I don't know that I manage them in the correct way because (laughs) I will tell you like one of my weaknesses or strengths as a person, however you want to interpret it, is that I don't have a lot of tolerance for gossiping and judging. And so when Mm -hmm. I'm in that situation, I either like I just like won't interact. (laughs) I I just won't interact back like you like that person starts like 
you know, there's someone in my family who will remain nameless who likes to do that a lot. And I just like won't engage. And and then that person just moves on, right? Or if we're in a big gathering with a lot of people, find an exit and like a way to move to a different conversation. Those are usually my two. But then I also feel like sometimes my answer is just not to go out, which I don't know that's the right answer either because we've talked about how my social life is a little lacking. <laughs> I mean, I think that those are really good tools to have. I always think if somebody is talking about somebody else that's not there in a negative light, what are they saying about me when I'm not there, right? So I think that that's like one thing yeah. that yes. it's like, okay, so it just kind of shines a light on just the people you're with, but... I would say the same for me. If there's like a lot of talking bad about somebody else, I just don't engage in it because, or I like, or I'll play like devil's advocate or like, well, to give them the benefit of the doubt or whatever. Yes. I feel like I've maybe gotten kind of lucky that the groups that I've been a part of, there hasn't been a ton of that, which is nice because I know that that's a hard place to be with women and moms and stuff, as I mentioned, like it can happen. So I just finished up reading The Four Agreements. If our listeners have not read that yet, it is a quick and easy read. It, I'm going to read it again. It's very powerful. And the point of the book, it even says in there, adopt these four agreements and you'll find freedom in your life. And one of them is be impeccable with your word. So I think reminding yourself and reminding the other people that you're with that words have power. So whether you're saying something directly to that person, you're saying something about yourself to yourself, or you're saying something about somebody else to somebody else, like that gossip, that has power. And it actually had an example of gossip, how, you know, what if somebody said, like one student said about a professor, oh, that guy's an ass. He's a terrible professor. And then this person going into this class only has in the back of their head what that other person said about the professor. So then they come into the situation with this clouded perception. So reminding yourself, whether you're in a situation that's gossipy or you have a tendency to do that, remember your words have true power, whether you're saying them to yourself, you're saying them to somebody else, or you're saying them about somebody else. I also think that a really big part of that is to not take things personally. And that's the second agreement in the book. And I believe that a lot of the gossip and the judgment that happens in all of our groups, men, women, children, all the things, come from our own insecurities and fears and trauma. So I think that if you're in a situation where there's gossiping going on, not only engaging in it, but almost like putting yourself like a wall to just say, okay, that person feels that way because they have something going on inside of them. And it's maybe not that other person. It's not me or whatever. It's something within that person that they need to deal with. So you can put up like a block between yourself and that situation. I know it's really hard to do sometimes, especially like, again, if you're already struggling to have a social life and then the social life you're a part of is bitching and gossiping and judgment and all that stuff. But is that 
the energy you want to be surrounded with. Yeah. And I always like to say that what you're putting out into the world is gonna is what's gonna come back to you. It's like the boomerang effect, right? Like yeah. if you put out negativity, then negativity is gonna come back. And if you put out positivity, it might not be an immediate reaction. But I do believe like if you are a positive light, people are going to be attracted to that and positive people are going to be attracted into your life. Absolutely. And I think that's, I mean, like, I think that we're creating it for ourselves. If we let ourselves stay in a negative space, then we're going to stay in a negative space. We're going to get in a negative space. We're going to stay in a negative space. The people who are drawn to us are going to bring us down deeper into that negative space. And so, surrounding ourselves or separating ourselves, separating ourselves from the things that bring us down and surrounding ourselves with the things and people that lift us up. I think that's the key. And you don't have to be friends with everybody. We're not, some of us just aren't made for other people. Right. And you can be friends with someone to certain degrees. So like, it doesn't mean you have to eject that person from your life, but maybe you just set some healthy boundaries. Yeah. Exactly. And again, if it's gossiping and judgment, then it's probably something coming from them internally. Yeah. And it's an opportunity for us as health coaches to step in and help. I don't know. (laughs) You can help us work through it. (laughs) I think it's always easy for us to like see that when it comes to our children you know, something happens with your kids and you're like, oh, they're just saying that because. So maybe we just need to give ourselves the yes. advice that we give our children. Oh, what a novel idea, Sue. I love it. Let's end on that. Hello. <laughs> okay. Have a very happy weekend, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. Did you love this episode? Support us by leaving a review and following us on Instagram at Podcast. Get to know me, Caitlin, better on Instagram at conscious underscore core underscore Caitlin. And me, Sue, at opal underscore wellness underscore studio. We clearly love our underscores. (laughs) Underscore that.